Currently, we have 49 degrees in Lynchburg, 47 in Bedford, 46 in Roanoke, 49 in Salem, 48 in Danville, 49 in Appomattox, 47 in Amherst. 706 on the morning jam on the line right now, Marco Galbraith. Good morning, Marco. Yeah. Good morning. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna call in tomorrow on Funny Friday so we can just talk about nice stuff. Oh, well, I do I do read your your friendly text every now and then. So we don't always just hear from you when things are are dire. Uh, but it seems like when we need your expertise is when things have gone horribly wrong. Uh, I wanted to yeah. start by uh, reading you a text from a listener who lived in Lewiston, Maine. Uh, she worked at Bates College. She said, this is so crazy. I just talked to my best friend who's still there. She's been on lockdown with several hundred students at the college since last night. She said there were people that were trampled as well. He was an arms instructor in the military with mental issues. She could hear the helicopters all night long. I listened to a scanner app while it was happening. Tragic. My heart is breaking. Hmm. That seems well, to be well, where we, they are right now. Yeah, and when we go back to to being trampled, I teach in my classes that when you're running out in a stampede, put your arms up, uh, crisscross them, uh, crisscross your arms across your chest, and that way, if you fall and people fall on top of you, you're not going to get suffocated. Hmm. You can push your arms. You can push your arms out to catch a breath, but a lot of people are are stampede trampled to death sure or there's a, a pile of people that get they get locked up at a door and people start piling up on them and people on the bottom can't breathe so mm. in a situation like that hands crisscrossed across your chest uh and then you can you know if somebody's on top of you a bunch of people on top of you, you can push your arms out take a breath bring your arms back in uh, but it, uh just little things like that now they're on lockdown because they were told to be on lockdown but when we hear of an active shooter attack anywhere but in the country, but especially in our area, we don't need the police or government to tell us to go on lockdown. We can lock down ourselves. Once the first location was attacked, just about everybody in that community should go on lockdown or at right. least high alert. Put surveillance out in the parking lot because these active shooters, and as we were talking a couple of days ago with you guys, with the terrorists that are in the, in the country, there's going to be different dynamics with these attacks. So once we have one attack, especially in your area, go to voluntary lockdown. As soon as you hear about it, let's go ahead and lock the doors until we find out this guy's captured or until we find out what's going on. But um, as a community, we don't need to wait for the police to tell us to shelter in place and lock down. Let's go ahead and do it ourselves. Um, one of those attacks could have been, the second attack could have been prevented had the whole area known, let's just lock down. And to put uh, the this, bowling alley. Go ahead. The, the bowling alley. If they had had safety glass on those doors, for instance, they can lock down, lock that door. He may be able to shoot through the safety glass, but he's not going to be able to breach it and get inside to shoot more people. Mm -hmm. So just little things like that. Preparing it's it's about situation awareness, but it's about preparing your facility, your building for a hard target. Okay. Lockdown, we're secure. And and to put this in perspective, when when people would say, "Well, why don't they have some of those things in place?" You have to remember. This took place in a state that recorded 29 homicides for the entire right. year mm -hmm. last year. Right. Yeah, and that's, for the state. And that's what we call... For the entire yeah, state. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Mm. But but that's what we call a normalcy bias. And people right. get into that normalcy mm -hmm. bias where 
Nothing bad ever happens to me right. when I go for a walk in the park, so nothing bad ever will happen. Mm-hmm. We only had 29 states or 29 homicides in our state, so this is the last place an active shooter attack will happen. Right. So we gotta, we've got to be careful um, and get out of that mindset. This guy was making a lot of threats. He's trained. Has been. Um, yeah, has been. But this is when we hear about it. We don't hear about people like this making threats prior to the shoot. But when when they shoot, now you get all these people coming out that should have said things beforehand, like, yeah, he was always weird. He was always acting weird. Or he was making threats. Do something about that first. Get this person some mental health counseling well, or help. He was in the it. hospital this past summer. He, he right. just got out of a, a mental facility. He was kept there for two weeks over the summer. So right. why does he still have access to all these guns if yeah. he was just in a mental facility? He says he hears voices. I mean, the, you know, I'm not one for a red flag, take somebody's no, guns. No, But if you are, are that level of mental instability right. that you've yeah. been having to be hospitalized, probably should have been hospitalized longer... You should not have access to guns for your own protection and for the protection of those around you. Yeah, when, when it, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of the red flag laws. I don't agree with those at all. However, under this circumstance, I, I think a doctor could have had the credibility to go in law, to law enforcement and say, look, in this particular case, what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, we've got to do everything we can do with this guy to protect himself and the public. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. His um, his car has been found, mm-hmm. and it, it's been found near wooded areas and a river. And, a river. and of course, he is militarily trained. What right. do you, What do you think? What do you think he he's doing? Do you think he's even in that area? You think he hit the river and he's like long gone? What What are you thinking? He, he could be anywhere in this country ready to do another attack today. So we, the whole country, the entire country, needs to be aware. Especially of any, East Coast. To, yeah. That's right. We need to be watching cameras. Uh, we need to have people hypersensitive. He could have, we don't know, he could have committed suicide by now. Mm-hmm. He could be planning a shootout with the police. Or he could be coming to make his name even more relevant uh, with these news agencies, because they're going to keep saying his name. Right. Uh, but he could be planning another attack. And it he could be in Florida right now planning another attack. So the whole country, like you said, Jenna, especially the East Coast, uh, needs to be hypersensitive until this guy is captured. And then we've got that 13-day copycat period. This right. guy could inspire, can inspire somebody. So we've got to be very, very alert for the next few weeks. We should always be alert, but we've got to be very alert for the next few weeks. Let's switch gears a little bit, uh, Marco, because of the tensions now that we're seeing on campuses and and other places uh, because of the, you know, what's happened in Israel and with Hamas and, and, you know, a lot of it is just yelling and screaming and rhetoric and those kinds of things. But that also, that can be turned into something else. People get pushed into a corner or whatever. Uh, Let's, let's talk about some of the things that we should watch out just culturally and and locally when it when it comes to things like that well our our churches i feel are the biggest targets um uh christianity uh it, it does not align with uh jewish synagogues and christianity so 
we've got to make sure that our churches are completely secured and and, uh, uh, and safe, hard target, um, proper safety and security measures, uh, and then we've got to just hypersensitive. We we had an event a couple Sundays ago in the afternoon, a national security briefing, and we're going to have something again tonight uh, at T4 Tactics on Timberlake. It's from 4.30 to 8.30. You can stop by for free. You can stop by and visually look at products. Hey, I need to go buy this. I need to go buy this, this. Uh, Glenn, from your show, Glenn Balbitz is going to yeah. be there, Sustainable Living. That guy has Great a wealth guy. of information yeah, oh, yeah. on how do, you, how do you get water when our water source has either been contaminated or shut off. How do I, how do I live off the land for a few weeks if I have to? Uh, Remington Ranch will be there with some fresh meat. Uh, Walt, that builds AR-15s, he's going to be there. But it's a free event. It's non-political. We're not trying to push anything. All we're doing is saying, these are the facts. This is what's possibly coming our way, and this is what you need to do to prepare. It's not expensive at all. It's a lot of it is just knowledge, mm-hmm. and and it, and we can. What we're doing it for free. We want to keep the community safe and and, uh, and, and just informed. get them aware, right? Informed. It's it's not about fear or paranoia. Yeah. It's just you know what? I never thought about this. Preparing this, I'm going to do it. And if the storm never hits, we've lost nothing. We've gained education. We've lost nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's too late to be thinking about getting ready. You need to be ready. Right. You know, exactly. not, not thinking exactly. about it. It's time Absolutely. To, to, for action. Thanks it, so much. And if we, go ahead. One quick thing. If we go back to this incident, what's happening now, there are people in Maine that are locked down right now and mm-hmm. could be locked down for a few days. Yeah. Are yeah. they prepared to sustain life in their house for two days? But, you know, what if we run out of food and water? Right. It's just, just something as simple as what, well, I don't want to say it's simple, but... Something that happened last night in Maine. They're locked down. Students are locked down in their dorm. How are you going to eat? How are you going to to get food? How are you going to sustain? Yeah, because they're not even in their homes. I'm going to speculate. I'm going to speculate just for a moment because we do need to get the break, though. But let's just say 15 of those 4 million almost that will have crossed the border in the last two years. Just 15 of those people from a, a, a country that's trained them do something crazy in our country 15 of them right. spread over 50 right. states are you are you like i believe that our country would be turned upside down with 15 bad people well it, that are armed. it has been before but, but, but what i'm saying is you take right, right. what's happening in maine and you're saying he could be in florida 15 right. people well we have 15 people turn 911 upside down right exactly. with those planes right. That that's how that's Absolutely. how how critical it could be. It wouldn't have to be a large group of people. Mm-mm. No, not at all, not at all. If if they attach strategic areas, I won't say them on the radio. But right, no, I understand. We have we we have a lot of vulnerable areas all over this country, and if they hit those, it would completely. Sh- and I'm not even talking places that we know, like airports, stuff like that. There's a lot of vulnerable places that would sure. completely shut down entire communities. Boom. Hell, no our president told Putin which one's uh, yeah. not to screw with. You I remember know. that? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. geez, yeah. Louise. Anyway, yeah. I, I hope we never have that conversation, and I pray that uh, for, yeah. for, for our country's sake. But be ready. And and Marco uh, is going to give some great information. Is is any of that – you're not going to be necessarily doing any seminars, so this won't be recorded or anything like that, right? No, and this is, you don't have to, it's from 4.30 to 8.30 tonight. You don't have to be there at 4.30. Okay. It's just an informal stop-by Q&A. So okay. a lot of people Got don't it. get off work till 5 or sure. 6. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so yeah. much. We appreciate all that you do. We're going to go to break, but when we come back,
Tim Wakefield, who in the sports world is just legendary Red Sox player, uh, we're going to talk about a powerful message he left for his wife. Uh, we just lost him recently from okay. brain cancer, but he left some very wise words okay. to all of us. Awesome. Hey, if you want more information about Marco, T the number four tactics.com is his web address. It is 718 here on this Thursday. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. Hang on. Yeah, heaven knows we need them right now. I uh, got quite a few life hacks. Uh, I thought I would mention this one because there's a lot of stuff going around with the kids now. A lot of RSV out there. A lot of little bugs here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it the way to disinfect those Legos. Oh, and they're yeah, little, yeah. little tiny little things. They're kind of hard. Yeah, a yeah, lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can take those Legos, drop them into a, a laundry bag, one of the little mesh bags, yeah. to keep them contained, and then run them through your dishwasher. Dang. And right before the drying cycle, you pull them out, put them on a towel, and let them air dry. And and that works for you know a lot of different things, but especially for kids' toys, it's a good way. So what to happens if you them. leave them in? Does it does it come out like those Reese that bag of Reese cups that I had in the car that day? Oh well, like one glob. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. It depends on how powerful your your dishwasher, dishwasher your is. Your heat cycle. <laughs> I guess. I guess it would depend on that. But uh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. All right. That's good. We'll have some more for you a little bit later. Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. You're on the Morning Jam. Good morning. Hey, guys. Hey, Janet. I skipped uh, Halloween and going straight to the Little Debbie Christmas cake. Me too, brother. But, I've had one. I, I, I'm I'm doling out the rest of them between now and Christmas. But, yes, I, I also have indulged, but in just one. Yes. Yeah, I know. I'm glad they're out. But, uh, anyway, I made a TikTok video with Scott Steph from Creed. Hello, my friend. Yeah, anyway. But... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, my brother lives in Lewiston, Maine. Oh, okay. lives there in Lewis, not not. And uh, he was just telling me about it last night, and uh, all the people were a little frightened last night, you know. But um, the thing is, that's a concealed that's a state where you don't have to have a concealed carry. Oh, really? Open carry? No. Well, they need yep. to you can, arm you can, up. You don't have to have you don't have to have a license up there. And Lewiston is actually probably more redneck than Brookneal, where I grew up, and so full of alpha male loggers. Well, it's very rural. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's 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 not a place. So if if a guy can do this in a a place where most everybody's got a gun, that's yeah. just pure well, evil. But do, but you know, do they have guns? I mean, I I don't I don't know because their their homicide rate, their murder rates are so low in that state. They're incredibly low. I mean, this guy took out twenty two people. Their entire count last year was, was twenty nine for the whole state, which is really crazy. So I mean, I mean that would give you a feeling of good crazy, but of you know, yeah, right. safe place, safe safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why that's safe is because you don't have to have a concealed carry. 
Yeah, yeah it could be. You can just carry it wherever. And my brother said everybody carries up there. It's like, and yet you know, there was no they, fight back that we know of. Yeah, we don't right. know of any shots right. being. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so exactly. I mean, were they armed point. there? I don't know. Yeah, that's my point. I'm, I'm like, this is a redneck area, like from the over, and yet the guy still was able to kill people. But yeah, because I don't know, think I they were that, armed. Nobody shot back. Uh, Nobody well, fought I mean, back. Well, and up there they have. They don't really have restaurants because I, I went up there and when my brother got married, we had to stay in a in fact, oh, we had to stay in a lodge and the, the a lot of the bars up there, you know, you can't have a gun in a bar, but they bring them in anyway. But it's a lot of hunting lodges and a lot of bars and and bowling alleys and pool halls, right? You know, sort of kind of places like I grew up around in Brunel, but it's but yet the gun the gunman still. Evil is evil, and you're not going to stop evil, you know. Yeah, Yeah. appreciate the call, bud. Um, Yeah, that's that's a good point. Interesting interesting insight that that they're, you know, it's logging and 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 redneck community. And and I'm not saying that 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 word in a bad way. Just, you know, country folk that, you know, kind of take care of things. Right. And, um, you know. So I'm curious. um, I I know you can't have a firearm when you drink, but if you're... If you're there and you're not drinking, mm-hmm. can you be armed? Yeah, I don't Marco know. Galbraith. Yeah, good point. Can you? Can you be? So um, because bowl- if I'm not drinking, think about a bowling alley, though. You know, think about the activity. You know, there's people that are hanging out. You know, yeah, and, but busy. You're, you're in there having fun. I right. mean, you're you're looking at your friends rolling their ball down and knocking the pins over. Probably yeah. a lot of people just caught off guard. The designated driver needs a new role oh i know to play yeah to get, carry Be a watching weapon the uh the door or something right, exactly and you know even even things like the old-fashioned doorman mm-hmm. or security yeah. guard or right. something like that sure may have been able to you know see something yeah. or may have been taken out first i mean who knows we could suppose right all right. day long well we, we do have a story that's interesting is one guy ran down the lane Right. And threw, he dived into where the pins are and got on top of the pin racking machine and waited for police. That's how he saved his life. Right. Right. I mean, it was creative with that. Yeah. Well, those of you who are Red Sox fans, uh, you probably know that Tim Wakefield, uh, just 50 years, 57 years old, mm-hmm. uh, died from complications of brain cancer oh. earlier this month. Uh, Stacy Wakefield, his wife, has shared a message that she found from her husband. Wakefield, who was suffering from brain cancer, had words of wisdom in a note that his wife shared with Boston Bruins legend Bobby Orr. He posted it to his Twitter account on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. The message reads, Never forget where you came from. Mm. Be a mentor to others. You didn't get where you are today by yourself. And no matter what status you accomplish in life, you should assume the responsibility to help those who are less fortunate than you. I've been involved with many charities my entire career, and I can tell you I've received far more than I've given. I've also learned it doesn't matter how much money you've made, how big your house is, or what kind of car you drive. What matters most is did you make a difference in somebody else's life? Yeah. Wakefield, known for his incredible knuckleball Mm -hmm. through his 19-year Major League Baseball career, spent 17 seasons in a Red Sox uniform where he was a fan favorite the entire time. 
He accumulated 2,156 strikeouts over his wow. 627 total outings on the mound. That's impressive. And he uh, had 200 regular season wins. Kind of a sweet thing for him to Absolutely. share. Or for her just to share about stuff. him. Yeah. Good stuff. Yep. I mean, just so simple. And we're, oh, we're so beyond, I'm afraid. Yeah. Uh, we're going to play this uh, uh, Dr. Sad Gad is his name. It's just yeah. literally his name. Um, so he's, he's, uh, he's made some good observations, um, studying humanity and such. And, and, uh, he, he has a little bit of a warning for us, uh, of, of, uh, what we could be looking at. He's Jewish as well. Uh, we'll do that here in the next segment. Janet will have a five and dine to help balance out what he's going to say. Well, I think the Wakefield story. That's a good uh, one. Gives us perspective. Very good. And I got to tell you, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of baseball. I've never been at the level that somebody could throw a knuckleball at me. Mm-hmm. It is a you, you have to grab <laughs> that's the ball what he was known a for. Really bizarre way. Yeah, it's called a knuckleball for a reason because of your position. Yeah, but a knuckleball can do screwy things. <laughs> I, I think I'd rather try to hit a curveball than a knuckleball. Yeah, it's, just, it's so unpredictable. But uh, anyways, God bless uh, his efforts, obviously in his life, and that's and a good family, testimony yeah. for for us to follow after those kinds of things it is 731 cbs news and kimberly mcbroom uh, she's from our local affiliate cbs affiliate wdbj7 she'll have some stories and then janet and i'll be back with some stories as well say what what is this nonsense <laughs> i love it like it's it's 80s just, it's classic it's just classic okay i thought indian summer so, happens in like late september well, or early october well yeah well no you have this but this is the south you have indian indian summer right and then you have fall right and then you have like you know early winter right we had 30s yeah. and then second summer second yeah summer. that's how that works <laughs> 49 like degrees in appomattox 47 mm. in amherst 48 in danville 49 in Salem and Roanoke, 47 in Bedford, 48 in Lynchburg. You know who's going to hate that? Our hunters. Well, true. Going to hate it. Yeah, it's going to be. Terrible. Yeah, because, you know. Come on, Mother Nature. Get it together. It's global warming, Janet. (laughs) No, this is the way it is every single year. (laughs) My husband has been tracking it for decades. Yeah. And it's just, it's classic, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, more families in Cam- uh, Campbell County, yeah, I wish. Uh, more families in Franklin County are getting hooked up to faster internet. Actually, Campbell's covered in so many ways, but still working on that. But the uh, Franklin County getting that faster internet, the county's broadband expansion project in partnership with Chantel has reached more than 3,500 homes. Franklin County is now more than a year into the partnership with Chantel, uh, stemming from the project that started before the pandemic to provide internet access for families. Chantel is one of the companies that's helping homes in Hardy, Farham, and Boone's Mill to get faster internet as well. Resident John Schneck uh, explained his home was one of the thousands without reliable internet. Now uh, he can run everything like his uh, TV and the internet, and my wife works from home. She and her computers are all hooked up to the internet. And Shen said, uh, uh, you know, this has given them great opportunities. Franklin County had received more than $50 million in state grants and private investments for this broadband expansion. So good for you guys. An inmate who escaped from the Richmond Department of Corrections custody at a suburban Richmond hospital in August was captured finally yesterday morning Mm. at a Northern Virginia hotel. Wow. 
Nassim Rulak, 21, brought into custody by the U.S. Marshals Service and Fairfax County Police uh, when arresting officers knocked on the door of the hotel room in Springfield. Rulak attempted to flee by jumping from a third-floor window Wow! with Gee. an assault rifle. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> injuring wow. his arm, dropping the gun. Following a short foot race, he was taken into custody, given medical attention, taken to the hospital for further treatment. Really, that's how he escaped I'm, I'm the, the first time. I'm thinking Come the, on, people. The short foot race as you've landed at 30 plus right. feet. Exactly. That's a large jump. Uh-huh. It's a wonder he ran it all. Yeah. Department's director thanked the U.S. Marshals, Fairfax Police, and Virginia State Police. Wow. The department's news release said that an investigation was ongoing. No further details immediately released. Earlier this month, the department disclosed that an internal investigation found the corrections officers tasked with supervising mm. Rulick mm-hmm. admitted to being asleep when he escaped from his hospital room. <laughs> I'm thinking he's... they chose to resign in lieu of termination. Oh, yes. <laughs> OK. Yeah. He's probably thinking, well, if I get hurt, the government's you know going to the state's going to take care of my surgery yeah. and I'll go ahead and have the sex change while I'm there. Pretty sure if you've got a dude serving for aggravated malicious wounding, grand larceny, and hit and run, maybe you don't want to assign Asa, right. the uh, the security guard from Andy Griffith, to watch him. Wow. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Those of you too young to understand that reference, you need to watch Andy Griffith okay. because your life will be better if you do. All right. I talked about this last hour. Uh, this gentleman's name is Dr. Gad Sad. Yeah. And he is Jewish and he it's like he was listening to Dr. Bob yesterday who said on our show, and if you missed that interview, go to our SoundCloud page, type in the morning jam on VTRN and yesterday's date and you can listen to it. It was a to little it. bit depressing. It was. He says, yeah. I've never seen it. I've never seen a time in, in my life where I'm just not hopeful that things yeah. can turn around. Right. And this uh, gentleman who is a professor and in Canada. how old is Dr. Bob, would you say? I'm going to guess that Dr. Bob is in his 70s. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's, he's been around the sun a few times. He has. And and so is this guy. I would guess uh, Dr. Uh, Sad's age is probably in his 60s. And uh, he understands philosophy and humanity and all that kind of stuff. And he's Jewish, uh, grew up in Lebanon, dealt with a lot of anti-Semitism, or anti-Semitism, I can't say the word now, anti-Semitism, say the word for me. Semitism. Yeah. I, I knew when you started saying it, I could say it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, this is his conclusion on um, just uh, not a really good look at hoping things, uh, especially if you're a Jew. You cannot coexist with ideologies, which when they become in the majority, the first thing they will do is get rid of all of your liberties. The Muslim Brotherhood said many years ago something that I'll, I'm going to repeat here. They said, we are going to conquer you in three ways. We're going to conquer you through the womb of our women, demography, higher fertility. We're going to conquer you through hijra. Hijra is the Arabic word for immigration. And we're going to conquer you by using your miserable freedoms against you. They're doing a pretty good job, aren't they, Megan? Damn straight they are. I've been saying it for years. Yeah. And that you've you've seen and do it in Europe and other places in the world. And, uh, and and their goal is to do that here while, as well. While we're cluelessly fighting to murder our babies. Or recording people or having people record you asking you tough questions and you're in the same party and 
local politics. Right. Yeah. Well, that too. But but especially when you're fighting to murder babies. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and wanting to um, live in the delusion that a man is a can woman. have a baby. Right. Right. Or that a man can be a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, of course they're going to take advantage of it. Well, I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah, My gosh, it's so easy. It, it's it's the great illustration of re- realigning the chairs on the sinking Titanic. Why would you? It's right. sinking. Right. Why so, don't we figure out a better way to survive? All we have to do is make the hole a little bigger, and right. it'll just go right. down faster. Right. And and we we have people absolutely clueless yeah and he's spot on using our miserable freedoms against us because you've got all these bleeding hearts out there saying you know you're ripping them out of the arms of their parents and we need to bring them into our i mean you this lays at your feet Mm -hmm. every one of you who wants to call baby murder health care every one of you who wants to say that we're responsible for bringing every illegal person into this country that doesn't want to go through the right process and and call other people hateful for wanting to have a sovereign border. This lays at your feet, Mm -hmm. squarely at your feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, will they ever accept that? No. No. No, it'll, Rome is burning and it will continue to burn. And, and, and And we're all to blame. Yeah, we are. For being apathetic, for mm-hmm. not, you know, fighting like all well, the problem is now, Janet, to it, beat it back. Is we have to we have to fight so hard now to get it back to some center is that we're we're gonna look like lunatics because the fight is that intense. Yeah. Like, why aren't you just settling you don't understand. You know, it's, the and, building and, is and on you know, fire. And the number one the mm. number one offender is American churches. Hmm. You look you look yeah. at the number of American churches who no longer call sin sin right. anymore. Right. Right. And you wonder why we are where we are? Right. Of course, of course we're here. Why is anybody surprised? Mm-hmm. And people who genuinely want to follow God's word and follow the Bible aren't even going to church anymore. Right. Because of the apathy. Mhm. I mean, it yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Too many hypocrites in the church. Well, I mean. Well, yeah, yeah. since you left it, there's still plenty of them. Yeah. Why don't you be a good hypocrite and come back? Because in a sense, we're all hypocrites. Right. That's right. You know? <sighs> okay. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it I mean, and it, it is. It's very frustrating. Very frustrating. But when you've got positive people like this guy, who ten, tends to be positive, right. he's, he's just saying you can't reason. You cannot reason with certain people. Well, and, that, and that's not just... Uh, uh, and and as, we haven't even touched on the dumbing down of our generations. Right. That we, that we don't even done. understand what reason is. There's a, a story... <laughs> yeah, because they can't even read. Right, right. I mean, there's a story yeah, there's out no of, of Oregon where uh, the Oregon State Board of Education has decided to remove a requirement to show proof of mastery in reading, writing, and math. They're no longer doing standardized oh testing. Really? If you can't read, yeah. you can't reason. Right. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you, you can't even take in the information that's around you. Right. I mean, I think there was a time. Well, no, I, and I'm, I'm going back to like our, our parents, my dad. 
yeah. you know, fifth grade education, was one of the smartest men I knew. Well, yeah, but he could read but, in the but, fifth grade. But but he could read, but but not well educated back back in those days. But they had common sense on their side too. But there is no more common sense. And, it's thrown out the but window. But they always, I mean, you know, like my dad. My dad was always learning, mm-hmm. always reading, right. always growing, mm-hmm. always, you know, it was just well, different Well, it's back generation. when a fifth grade education, actually, you, could, something. you could read and write. Right. And, 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 I mean, let's and face add. it. Our, our high school education from our generation is far superior than most kids coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a fact. Right. What was the stats in in Baltimore, which is just a a, a just it's it's hopeless in in Baltimore. We had a Baltimore teacher tell us he left Baltimore. Right. Because it was hopeless. He was trying to make a difference. Yeah. And he was heartbroken as he shared that with us. Right. I get it. So anyway. Okay. Let's do something fun. Want to? Some comfort food. Let's do it. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. So, Five and Nine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day, working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. You know what today is? Throwback Thursday. That's right. These deals are good for today only. Fresh ground beef family pack, two ninety nine dollars a pound. Daniel Boone Country Hams, $3.69 a pound, sliced for free. Double Q Salmon, $3.49 each. Mm. And large slicing tomatoes, $0.99 cents a pound. Wow. They also have chitlins, $8.99, five-pound bag. I'm going to pass. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you can join the VIP text club by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. So today's recipe is one that I, I will tell you, it was, uh, it, it was a... A slow love affair with okay. the lowly spaghetti squash. Oh, uh, yes. Never really got it. Uh-huh. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's the perfect replacement for spaghetti. No, it's not. It's really not. Sorry. But this recipe is delicious. Okay. This is a stuffed spaghetti squash, and it's got broccoli and sausage and cheddar cheese in it. It's really oh, delicious. Man, that looks good. It is good. Oh. Uh, preheat your oven to 400 degrees. You're going to line your bake sheet with parchment paper, and you're going to cut that squash in half, get those seeds and everything out of the middle. And uh, before you do that, uh, microwave it for about 10 minutes. That will soften it, make it easier for you to cut through. Mm. If That was one thing that really helped me with my spaghetti squash, because I would get so frustrated even trying to get cut it pretty. Right. Yeah. But if you you microwave it for a little bit before you do that, it'll be a lot easier. Okay. Okay. Uh, Drizzle olive oil all over the inside and generously season it with salt and pepper then you're going to put that down on the bake sheet cut sides down and roast it for about 40 minutes remove it from the oven and uh, to make sure it's fully cooked you can check it by uh, piercing the squash it should be very soft then remove it from the oven while the squash is roasted you proceed with the rest of your recipe bring a small saucepan with uh, to boil with some water Add your broccoli, blanch them for about four minutes. Alternatively, you can uh, skip that and you can cook it with your sausage in the next step. It depends on how much you want your your broccoli done. Okay. I like mine crisp tender. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then you're going to heat your olive oil. You're going to crumble in your sausage. Now, you're going to use an Italian sausage for this. I've used Italian uh, turkey sausage, also very good. Crumble it, cook it through, 
get the fat out of there, adding your broccoli, and then after you've roasted the spaghetti squash, let it cool slightly, and then you're going to divide your sausage and broccoli mixture among your halves of your squash. Top it with some cheddar cheese and then roast it for 15 more minutes. It's delicious. Not going to lie. It's good stuff. Yeah. If you want to, you know, cut the fat, use turkey sausage. You can use a lower fat cheddar uh, on it. It does not hamper the flavor in any way. I've done it both ways. Want to see the recipe? Go to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. It's brought to you by FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL, save on family-packed fresh pork spare ribs, two forty-eight dollars a pound, family-packed boneless chicken breast, two seventy-eight dollars a pound. Frozen party wings are $9.99 for a five-pound bag. Holton smash burgers are $9.99 for a two-pound box. And save on family-packed ground beef, three seventy-eight dollars a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. So we've got some fun life hacks for you today. If you're like me, you probably use a message board. Sometimes they're pretty unattractive. The one that's on my uh, refrigerator now is just, it's hideous. Okay. I don't love it. It's not as attractive as I would like for it to be. But you can fix that. If you would like to have a more attractive dry erase message board, uh, you can take a frame, a picture frame, Mm -hmm. and just pick an attractive piece of paper. Or, you know, something that, that you like, and you can cut the paper to fit the frame and then set it behind the glass. The glass makes the perfect dry erase surface. Oh, okay. So then all you need is a dry erase pen, and uh, and you're good to go. I love that, and I'm doing it. Okay. I'm going to do it because I don't like my dry erase board that I have right now. It's not attractive at all. Uh, here's one more that I used just this week. If you're wanting to uh, to get the wrinkles out of your clothes, but you don't uh, have that setting on your dryer, not all of them have the right. wrinkle-free. Right. You can toss whatever it is you're trying to get rid of, the wrinkles. You can put in a few ice cubes, and it works like a charm. It takes those wrinkles right out of How there. How about that? Yeah. Ice works cubes. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ice Ice Baby. Gets it, <laughs> okay. gets it all okay. done. Can we talk about that that image that you showed me earlier? Oh, where it said where it said not everybody will get it right, and it was a, a Halloween costume. Yeah, and the the mom and dad were dressed like a bag of ice. Right, they had bags of ice, and it said ice, and ice. it looked like real ice right. around them. Yeah, you know, and, like making them larger than they normally. And dad would be. was holding a was holding the baby, baby, and uh, and they're like, not everybody's going to get this. I'm like, most people should get it. Right, I mean, come on. Yeah, boom, ice, boom, ice boom, 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 boom. Did he boom, have boom, any boom, other boom. hits? Ice, ice. 
No, but he's boy, he rode that. He is. He's ridden he that, rode that way ice for decades, way past its uh, expiration date. For sure. <laughs> yeah, he really has. Uh, you know, not not everybody has the ability to take a modicum of success and and ride that wave, especially when it comes to child stars. Sometimes it ends oh, up going boy. horribly who, wrong. Who is falling again? Zachary for the first Ty time. Bryan. See now, he's he's had trouble before. He has. Um, he was on home improvement. Mm-hmm. The oldest son, I believe, was I the, so, yeah. the one he he played. I believe you're right. And, and he did have you know some work after he did. home improvement. Yeah, he did uh, Fast and Furious. I think we just celebrated his birthday yeah. not that long ago. Yep, he's 42 years old. He pled guilty yesterday to felony assault in the fourth degree. Okay, constituting domestic violence in an Oregon courtroom. It's oh, just boy. sad. Yeah. He, uh, he'll have to serve a, a few days in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, they dismissed the second count of assault in the fourth degree. Uh, so instead of 19 to 20 months, he'll be uh, serving seven days, it says. Okay. He was arrested in July after authorities were called regarding a physical domestic dispute between Brian and an unnamed woman. Uh he was then charged with two counts of uh, of the assault. Okay. So, I, it's just well, sad when you see some of those things go wrong, mm-hmm. you know. Um, when you think of childhood stars, who, who makes you the saddest? Well, one of the saddest in my mind is uh, Willis's... Uh, well, Will, he played Willis. Um, what you talking about, Willis? Oh, yeah. Man, he was in trouble... A lot. I think he finally straightened out. Yeah, I think he actually did end up getting it, um, uh, getting it together. I think the 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 one committed suicide from Family Affair right, from yeah. way back when. Yep. You know that was Buffy. sad, Buffy and um, uh, Aaron Moran. Her off Happy Days. Her ending was very sad. Mm-hmm. Died young. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just 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 didn't make it. Right. You know. Uh, and then sometimes you'll have an artist that you think they're going to make it. They are absolutely going to make it. Right. And they're going to have a fantastic career. Mm-hmm. The one that I completely missed was Amanda Bynes. I uh, thought Amanda okay. Bynes was going to be, I used to watch her show with the kids. She was like a really young Carol Burnett. Mm-hmm. She was funny. Right. She could do that skit comedy. Sure. Drake and Josh came out of that. Right. Uh, she went. She went on and and did you know really successful movies. Mm-hmm. But she just has not. I think she's got some mental health mm-hmm. issues and some right. uh, some substance abuse, which is an un, uncommon. They end up with a lot of money and right. and not a, a, a lot of skills mm-hmm. to know how to spend that money. Uh, I really thought she was going to do do well. Beautiful young girl. Um, and it just it just very bizarre, yeah. very Britney Spears like, right, right? In the way that yeah, she's, there's been some of those, yeah. I think dealt of, with things, and I wasn't a fan of her music, but I I thought it was tragic when Amy Winehouse died oh, so young, yeah, yeah, and very successful. Mm-hmm. Had her song about rehab, yeah, um, yeah, you know, but just, uh, just sad, yeah, for just, sure. So uh, coming up in the that's next... why I've never wanted to be that successful, Janet. <laughs> I just didn't think I could handle it. You couldn't handle the success. I, I couldn't handle the and success. And all the money. And all the money. So, you're, yeah. So, I went into local talk radio <laughs> where you have. Uh, well, you never have to worry about making too much money in little, that. Little success and, and little <laughs> money. But, but I'm okay with that. Hey, I'm I'm living. 
you know, jokingly, you'll come in some Mondays and ask me how I'm doing. Living the dream. Living the dream. But and it kind of is. I really am. I never thought at, at this age I'd still be able to do this. And I'm pretty darn excited You're about doing it. it. You're getting it done. I'm trying to get her done. We're trying to get you uh, to know your candidates yeah. a little bit better. We've had several candidates in and out of the studio all week. Well, that'll continue for the next couple of weeks. Uh, coming up the next hour, uh, Mike Robinson will be in studio. He is running for sheriff of Amherst County. We'll talk to him at 8.06. And we'll talk about the latest in the uh, Trump things that are going on. Okay. Uh, yeah. Apparently, they, uh, the judge denied his team and a I request have some for exciting, an immediate verdict. Exciting news. Jamal Brown charged with pulling that fire alarm. We'll talk about that Woo-hoo! next. Woo-hoo! All yeah. right. It's a good day. <laughs> it really is.